Welcome to Digest and Invest, the podcast from eToro that brings you the top financial stories and discusses their effect on the markets. The content that will be discussed is intended for information and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or investment recommendation. Make sure you understand the risks involved in trading before committing any capital and never risk more than you are prepared to lose. Past performance is not an indication of future results. And now on to the podcast. Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Digest and Invest podcast. Today I'm joined by our global market strategist, Ben Laidler. Ben, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, Sam. Uh, it's been a nice, quiet start to the year. Absolutely nothing going on. I have no <laughs> idea what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah, literally. I mean, what a week, by the way. I mean, it feels like this week has been a year, let alone uh, the, the month of January. Uh, we've been kept on our toes, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, no joke. I mean, the, some really, really huge volatility, some really, really huge turnarounds. I think when all is said and done, it, it's definitely been one for the history books. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, what was it? Well, not yesterday, the day before. Uh, I think the stat was the S&P has only three times in its history when it's been down more than 3.98% has returned positive. And the other two times, I think, were what, they were both 2008, wasn't it? Is that the stat I'm, I'm thinking of? Did you see yeah, that one? Yeah, and, and then market tried to do it again yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely incredible. I don't know whether saying to people that stat is going to make them confident or not because you said last time this happened was 2008 and they might immediately be thinking oh hang on <laughs> what yeah, happened there uh, let me go and check what happened in 2008 yeah and that'll be the last time you see them in equities yeah yeah well i'll tell you what it's gonna be a fascinating 24 hours really from from now um so i thought it'd be it'd be good to cover a few things for for our listeners today uh obviously got the fed meeting literally coming out in in a few few hours um which is happening tonight depending when people listen to it of course it it may well have already happened uh but we can also touch upon a little summary of earnings uh and then we can uh also just finish up sort of the anatomy of of market corrections which for a few equity markets we've we've had of late right yeah a lot to get through yeah yeah absolutely um okay so right to begin with we, we we have to start off to talk about the the Fed, so what what we what we expecting tonight, Wednesday? I think the Fed's going to sound pretty hawkish. I think they're going to talk about hiking rates. They're going to talk about stopping putting buying bonds on their balance sheet. They're actually probably going to talk about selling bonds off that balance sheet sort of later in the year. So you know it's all going to be pretty hawkish. I mean they're going to tee us up for um, the start of hiking interest rates, which is going to be the next meeting, which is going to be sixteenth of March. So literally just around the corner. Um, I think what's key, though, is if that's all they say, I think that's going to be very good news, right? Because we're basically expecting that, um, you know, market expectations have come a very long way. I mean, that's been part of the sell-off uh, that, that we've seen and the volatility we've seen. So if they stop there, which is what I expect, um, you know, not to embarrass myself next time we do this podcast, um, I think markets are going to take that pretty well. There's going to be a big sigh of relief. We've priced it in. We can move on. Um, so that's good news. If they say much more than that, uh, and what, what could that sound like? That could sound like, oh, you know, we're not going to raise interest rates by a little bit every meeting. We're going to raise them by a lot or we're going to do it at every single meeting. Um, you know, the market hasn't priced that in. That's more hawkish even than the market's thinking right now. And I think markets will sell off on the back of that. But um, I'm looking for hawkish as expected markets to take that as a sigh of relief and move higher. Yeah, just uh, just for our listeners, there is eight scheduled Fed meetings per year. Just a little uh, 
little bit of knowledge for you there, guys. Um, let's talk about potential market reactions across asset classes. I always find it interesting because there's always that initial knee jerk, but we, you know, whether it follows through or not, we don't know. But how could we potentially expect things to unfold? Right. So I think you, you know, let's look at what's happened in the last sort of couple of weeks, right? So if, if we get some relief here. I think who's going to see the biggest relief for the people that have done worse and, and vice mm. versa, right? So where's the pain really being concentrated in the last couple of weeks or months? It's been those sort of riskier assets. Um, so Bitcoin, you know, more than halved. Um, Arc Innovation, which is sort of my proxy for sort of disruptive tech, you know, halved. Um, you know, meme stocks down a lot. Biotech, you know, halved. Um, those are the things that are most sensitive to interest rates, right? Because they have, you know, they're, they're expensive. They have most of their earnings in the far, far future. Um, so, you know, if we get a bit of relief from the Fed, a bit of relief from interest rates, I think that's the, that's where I would look for the sort of biggest, um, you know, the, the, the biggest move. Um, you know, equities more broadly will do, um, you know, will, will also do well. I mean, it's a risk asset class. But, you know, as a whole, though, um, it's down, what, 7, 8, 9% at this point. You haven't seen yeah. the sort of capitulation you've seen in the riskiest bits of assets. In fact, you know, barring some sort of intraday volatility, this has been quite a restrained, sort of sensible sell-off so far. Um, you know, retail investors have been buying the dip because they sort of did last year. There hasn't really been sort of that much um, sort of capitulation. Um, and, you know, that relatively sort of good behavior of assets, you've especially seen in other asset classes, right? If we were, you know, if we thought this was a prelude to a crash, we thought this was a prelude to a recession, you would have thought that all the other asset classes yeah. would have been doing badly, and they haven't been. Commodities are up. Bonds have been very well restrained. You know, credit spreads are very well, you know, restrained. You know, dollars been pretty stable. So you you know you haven't been getting those sort of, you know, flashing orange lights in other asset classes, which tell you that um, you know there are more uh, there are bigger problems here. So um, you know, to answer your question, I don't think those asset classes are going to do very much because they haven't done very much sort of so far. Mm. Do you reckon um, do you reckon Jerome Powell's nervous right now? Uh, I hope so, for all our sake. <laughs> uh, this is not a meeting for him to screw up. I don't think, right? I mean, I you know I say we've priced in a lot, but you know th th this is a big meeting. I mean, rates interest rates are at zero. Um, we haven't raised interest rates for a very long time. There's more debt out there in the world than there ever has been. The Fed has a nearly a nine trillion dollar balance sheet. You know, T with a capital T. Yeah, um, you know, all this is unprecedented. Um, so, so yeah, I hope he's nervous and I hope he gets it right. Now, you know, the good, the good news is that he's a fairly savvy operator. He's, he's done pretty, pretty good job so far. He's quite politically attuned. Um, I don't think he wants to put the equity market in the toilet. I don't think he wants to drive the economy into a recession. Uh, I don't think he needs to, I think we're pretty close to inflation peak right now. Um, but, but yeah, I hope he's a little nervous and I hope he gets it right. <laughs> fingers crossed fingers crossed i remember when i first got into into the trading and investing world a mentor of mine they asked a question to a room and they said who's the the most powerful person in the world and at the time uh, i wrote down barack obama who was the president uh, and this person they, they replied back and said janet yellen um and i wonder if anyone out there thinks jerome powell currently is the most powerful person in the world and what he could do and all of this so yeah hopefully he is quite nervous um, next up for us, we, we can talk about earnings. I mean, we, we've had a few big names out, haven't we, already? But what are your, your thoughts on things so far? 
Yeah, so I guess the big caveat, you know, it's still reasonably early days, right? We've yeah. had, um, you know, about a fifth of the S&P 500 reports so far. Uh, it's a lot less in, in, in the rest of the world. Um, there's been a bit more volatility, I think, than we would like. I mean, you know, we all live through Netflix. Uh, you know, JP Morgan sold off pretty sharply um, when, when it reported. Um, but, but I wouldn't overly dwell on that, right? Overall, earnings are up about 25% versus last year uh, in the U.S., and that's about 5% better than expected. Mm. So, um, you know, despite all the noise, despite all the misses, you know, et cetera, et cetera, um, you know, earnings have actually been pretty good. Um, you know, there've been plenty of positive surprises. I mean, look at Microsoft to yesterday, um, you know, very, very encouraging, you know, J&J, P&G. Um, you know, the reality is every single sector in the US so far has beaten expectations. Uh, so really across the board. So, you know, I think this earnings season has been pretty good. Um, I think there's better to come in the US. Um, we've obviously got some big names coming up, um, you know, Apple, Tesla, you know, just in the next you know, couple of days. Um, and, um, uh, and European and earnings in the rest of the world have you know, really barely started yet. And actually, I think those earnings are going to be really strong. I mean, European earnings, I think, will be up twice what the US is up. I think you, European earnings will be up 50%. And actually, the UK, I, I think, could actually be up 200%. Um, so I think um, I think earnings are important. I think they're going pretty well, um, and and you know and these are the fundamentals of markets. So I, I think they're you know really really important. Yeah, for sure. And, and maybe for for those that were watching last night, Microsoft unfold after hours. It actually was it knee jerk lower, and a lot of people couldn't really understand why. But you've got to you know think about it. the markets are so thin at that time. Also, people are thinking, oh well, the Fed are out tomorrow. They would have been saying that, but. Today, a good day, actually, I think, for, for Microsoft. And in eventually pre-market, it did pretty well, didn't it? Um, yep. Do you think that sort of Microsoft cloud strength goes well then for, for sort of Amazon and, and Google? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, the sort of positive surprise in, in, in Microsoft was the, uh, was the Azure cloud business, mm. uh, right? And, um, um, you know, revenues were up nearly 50% year over year. So just, you know, a huge amount of growth there. Uh, and obviously Amazon and Google both have big, uh, both are big cloud businesses as well. So yeah, hopefully that's a uh, that's a tailwind for the broader uh, you know the broader sort of big tech complex. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and for those that are regular watchers of our uh, weekly outlet that we do on Monday, I'm sure we'll we can review earnings in a, a little bit more detail there and preview some for the next week as well. Uh, okay, so our last sort of section today um, for a few equity markets we have entered. A correction um what are your thoughts on this is it is it panic stations or is there a more sort of calm approach when looking to into the sort of historical numbers of them all yeah so, so what are we talking about right so let's get our let's get our terminology right you know pullback yes. normally sort of minus five percent um correction which we've just had in the nasdaq and i guess we had intraday for uh, uh the s p earlier in the week you know minus ten percent uh, and a crash, which, um, you know, touch wood, we haven't seen and we're not going to see is sort of down 20 or more. Um, so, you know, we're sort of flirting with correction territory for, you know, the major, um, you know, the, the major indices. Uh, I don't think that's a reason to panic. You know, when you look back at history, corrections happen, right? For the S&P 500, we've had 25 corrections in the last sort of 40 years. So, you know, call it once every 18 months or so. Um, but they tend to be much more bunched, right? They tend to be bunched around sort of crashes or recessions, um, and we see neither of those things happening right now, right? I, I think a recession is, is highly unlikely. Um, earnings growth is still pretty strong, um, as we just sort of talked about, actually very strong, as we just talked about. Economic growth is still strong. Um, interest rates are still very, very low. I mean, the Fed's going to raise them, but by historical standards, they're going to stay super low. So, 
you know, corrections come from the territory, right? If you didn't have any volatility, um, you know, um, this is how markets work. Uh, so, you know, I take it with a grain of salt. You know, we're sort of looking for opportunities uh, rather than sort of looking for, um, um, you know, looking for reasons to sort of cash out at this point. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating uh, reaction to the Fed, obviously not just tonight for those that are listening, but also as we go into the back end of this week and back end of the month, Monday being the last trading day of January, which has just been an incredible, incredible month. Um, who knows? In you know a few hours' time, we could be way higher or we could be back on the January lows. It's, it's fascinating. It really is a fascinating time for the markets. Um, OK, well, look, we'll, we'll wrap it there. Uh, we, we covered some some interesting things there. Just talked a little bit about the earnings. Obviously, the Fed, the most important thing this week, uh, and just put the corrections into a little bit of a perspective. Uh, ben, I believe we're about to go onto Twitter very shortly, aren't we? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong there? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, look, thank you very much for for coming on this week. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Great, yeah. Thanks for having me anytime, and thanks for everyone that uh, hopefully is going to listen to this. Awesome. Well, look, guys, thank you very much for, for making it all the way through. You can head over to the Toro Academy where you can sign up for all the webinars, listen to the podcast, guides, videos, everything is there at your disposal. And I hope you all have a great rest of your week. You've been listening to Digest and Invest from eToro. For more information, visit eToro.com. <laughs>